So hello and welcome. My name is Steve Nabell and today I'm speaking with Katie Holland on Embodied Spiritual Awakening. So Katie's been dancing from the age of three and uh, she began her Middle Eastern dance training in 1994, specializing in Egyptian style and developing an authentic fusion, combining traditional dance techniques with her own unique interpretations. Katie has trained in Reiki and Access Consciousness. She's the founder of Awakened Belly Dance, which is a multifaceted, transformative self-awakening process, which opens up dancers to heart-centered healing movements. And her website is awakenedbellydance.com. So hi, Katie. Hi, Steve. Thank so, you for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure. I mean, I met Katie uh, in Bulgaria in uh, 2019. We did a summer thing and she she hosted it and so we got to experience some of her dancing over there and it's beautiful really so let me ask you your own journey of awakening can you just say something about how you went through the spiritual waking process um of what i remember as of now it started when i was seven and um and i guess i think it's going to be one of those things that the older i get the more i'm going to remember from my childhood and what is really clear to me at, the, at this time is that I had a, a huge awakening when I was seven and so much so that my personality completely changed and it was noticeable to my family mm. and I, I began to see energy uh, mostly it was presenting as the, the flower of life although at that age I didn't know what the flower of life was and I was seeing um, a bit like in the matrix where you can see the layers of existence I was seeing it as flowers of life and when I was in bed at night and my dad would come to switch off the light which of course I always had the light on because I was scared of the dark because I could see everything in the dark <laughs> and uh, and I would say to him I can see what, we're, what everything is made of I can see what existence is made of and he would say okay Keep reading Famous Five. <laughs> and um, so it, that's what I, I remember. But as I as I was seeing what you might think of as as the light and the, the fabric of existence, I was also seeing the shadow. So I, I was really terrified, and I was having nightmares, and um, and. I'm very, very empathic, really highly sensitive to everything. Mm. And uh, and I also began to feel very connected with ancient Egypt and have what I realize now are, are past life memories and, and connections. And, um, and also a lot of recall about all of the deaths that I had experienced over time. So f for a child every night dreaming this, it was quite traumatic. And, um, and that went on until I was about 19, which was the first time that I received Reiki. And, um, and, and that had a, a huge impact on me, which then led me to training in Reiki, training in massage. And, um, and I really, I guess as a teenager, blocked out a lot of that, of, of what I was seeing, because I was partying and with my friends and everything, and, and I just wanted to shut it down even though I still had an interest in holistic therapies and, and energy work, but I, I didn't really have anybody to guide me. Mm. So it, it was a real love-hate relationship that I had, and, and it felt like every night was a battle, and even in the daytime sometimes, because, like I say, I, I could see what wasn't there, um, and I wasn't able to really talk about it to anybody. 
how did your family cope with a seven-year-old awakening in there? Are they, are they quite <laughs> conventional? Or are they spiritual, like hippie 60 um, types or something? Well, at that time, for three years, they were also attending um, like a spiritualist church with clairvoyant, open clairvoyant um, circles. So I think that had a hand in my awakening because I, I was also attending it. And me and my dad would go every week. So, so from the age of seven to ten, I was taking part in chakra meditations and um, connecting with my energy and all of this kind of thing. And and I think they didn't really realise what was being opened. And um, and because I was opening so much that I didn't understand what was going on, and, and I didn't realise that it wasn't what you would consider normal. Um, so. So it was quite difficult, really. I, th I think for everybody, it's um, you know difficult to understand and and to, to live with a, a seven-year-old that feels like they're an adult because they can remember all these lifetimes when they were an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. And also the fact that you had Reiki when you were 19, because I remember as a teenager, I was completely lost. And I think I was lost in my early 30s, really. So I, or yeah, it was past my um, Saturn return. So you started early, and you had this experience as a teenager. W what was that like, being a teenager and opening up to things like Reiki? Then um, it was really a relief at, at that time. When I was 19, I guess I I had another kind of awakening that I was already vegetarian, but that was when I became vegan, and I. I had a very definite choice in do I carry on with a party life or do I take my belly dance training more seriously because I, I wanted to be a professional dancer. So I was very much in the I want to perform and I want to be a dance teacher. And um, and so having the Reiki, I, I think, gave me the strength and the insight to be able to make that, that decision, which was really amazing because I, I remember it being such a clear again like a dark and light decision that I I made at that time mm. and um, and from then I was uh, giving Reiki treatments and then I was teaching Reiki and um, and and followed my dance career as well I began to teach and perform because you mentioned that you remembered your deaths um, and for, yeah. for me, I know a lot of what's very common for clients I see is this idea of I don't really want to be here because I've suffered. I don't want to be in the body because I've suffered somewhere. Was that something you felt? Yeah, my, my other realization when I was seven was that I suddenly felt really connected with the stars and especially Orion's belt and Sirius. And then I realized that I had morals all over my body in those constellations so I've got them everywhere. Oh, right. <laughs> and, uh, so it was always this feeling of, why aren't I there? Why am I here? Why do I have to deal with this place? And and I don't feel like I belong here. You know, like, like a typical starseed feeling. And, and I, I was also really brilliant at escaping out of my body at any opportunity. Yeah. Um, um, and doing my best just not to be in this physical body and not to have to deal with with the 3d reality yeah i think that's a common issue isn't it this embodied this is why we come to the embodied spiritual awakening we want to get out of the body we want to awaken we go to the light but we don't want to be in the body be in this dense dimension and dealing with it so why do why should people stay in the body why not just escape and go off and whiz around the universe and then come back for tea time or something <laughs> 
Um, I mean, obviously, I can only speak from my own personal experience, and the, the people that have studied with, with me call me an OCD grounder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, again, when I was 19 and, and studying the massage course, I had all these ideas and ambitions, which I have gone on to do, but at that time, they were all in the ether and my massage teacher said to me one day she was quite stern and, and she said you know I'm sure you're going to do all of this stuff but if you don't get grounded it's never going to happen because it's all up in the clouds yeah. and it was like she punched me in the face and the solar plexus <laughs> simultaneously <laughs> and I thought I have to I have to sort this out so I mean again for a 19 year old it was a big realization and thinking I've really got to learn to be in this body and, and make things happen. I didn't understand about manifestation at that time. And, um, and then, yeah, then as the years went on, it, it really became almost a full-time job of how can I stay in this body and still allow myself to, to travel astrally and be able to tune in and to be intuitive and, and channel information and at the same time be in the physical and, um, and, I, and one thing that always really stuck in my mind, and I'm not sure when I heard this, but again, I know it was when I was really young, was the phrase, as above, so below. And this had always stuck with me. And, and again, the older and older I've got, the more sense it's made and, and why it stuck with me so much. And, um, and strangely, recently, I, I had a, a numerology interpretation of my name. So Katie with the car is like, the Egypt, ancient Egyptian for spirit, and in Holland has land. So I have the above and the below in my name. Already. Oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm sure in the audience there'll be people listening to this going, well, how do I stay open to spirit, uh, stay open to the awakening process and grounded at the same time? What is your OCD grounding <laughs> thing? thing? Um, I think something that's very important and that I have been through myself is allowing yourself to, to be in your fears and not being afraid because when you're fearful you go into fight or flight and then immediately you want to escape so whether that's from the physical situation or it's from your physical body so it's learning and allowing yourself to to really face those fears and and look at why you're fearful of that and what that's bringing up in you and and then work out how how you can heal that and how you can evolve from that so something where i really went deeply into this was that i've had um, three spontaneous kundalini awakenings and these have really taken me into the the deepest shadows that I know of as of now mm. um, into myself and there was nothing that I could do about it I couldn't control I couldn't change what was happening I just had to lie there because I, I was the first time it knocked me unconscious and it, it lasted for about two years until I really felt like I'm I feel more like me again um, and the last time I was floored for about five weeks and and during those times it, it was like every nightmare, every creature I'd seen, every being that had been there as a child was coming to coming for me to face them. Mm. So I, I think that that's a really big part of it is, um, is about the fears that you hold within you and um, 
and being okay with that so and being okay with your shadow yeah so that you can you can look into your shadows and and work with them and and heal heal and integrate them yeah I mean, like you and for me, a lot of people find this such a heavy place, you know, if, if, we're, if we're light beings, we're, we're, we come from a land of, you know, angels and unicorns or whatever we're coming from, star races, <laughs> lo- lovely, lovely land, landscapes, and we come here and it's full of like war, violence, go to work, you know, schools, we're stuffing information in you. So it's like coping with that. It's keeping the light alive, isn't it? And still moving through the world, being in the world, but not of the world. You know that famous thing that Christ said? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that you're more like a witness rather than being trapped in it. Yeah. You're, you're witnessing it and, and perceiving it from that above and below. So, and from all around as well. And then you, you can see every aspect and from a, a higher dimensional perception rather than just being pulled into the darkness and, and feeling like you're in an abyss that you <clears throat> that you can't ever get out of. When people uh, say, for example, like, I am afraid, it's almost like really being identified, like I am fear, rather than I, I feel fear at the moment. There's, it's almost like for me in language, I don't know how you feel about it, but identifying so much with I am this, rather than going, well, I'm just feeling it. It's like something passing through my body and it, it comes and goes. Is that, is that something that resonates for you? Yeah, definitely. And thinking of how words are spells. Yeah. spelling and, and spells and how we condition ourselves to our words if you say something like oh oh i'm so clumsy i always do this you're yeah. programming your body to to be clumsy and to always do that thing and I, I think again coming back to that being a witness of yourself so that you're catching your words before they're being expressed yeah. and and you get in between that space of the thought formulating and the words coming out of your mouth and and sometimes you don't catch yourself and that's okay as well but you're, you're having that awareness that then you get quicker and quicker and better at it and um, and then you can really transform the way that you think the way that you speak the way that you act yeah and um and still be intuitive with it it's not about that you're controlling everything you say you it's very much about being in a flow with that do you find um, sending appreciation to your body helps? Yeah, and also communicating with your body. Yeah. So all, all the time, so if I, I get a twinge somewhere and I say, okay, what's going on with you today and um, how can I help you or what, what is it you're trying to tell me and um, just some kind of dialogue. And again, the more that you do that, the more your body begins to speak. So you are working in unison instead of thinking that is something separate from you yeah. and and i think the more embodied you are again the the stronger that communication will become yeah brilliant now i know you're going to do a meditation but before that i want to ask you um some of the events you're up to i know we've got egypt in november at the end of the year what other events are you typically doing in the moment um, at the moment, I've moved a lot of my work online, and um, I'm offering distance Reiki and also one-to-one sessions with Awaken Belly Dance as well. So this can be in the form of three sessions where if, if you've got a specific issue that you want to work on in a particular chakra, or it can be seven sessions 
where we're going more deeply into each energy center and that course with the seven is also a prerequisite to doing the facilitated training as well so they're both personalized and um yeah and, and just really working closely with me and, um, and seeing where that journey where that journey takes you well i have experienced uh, katie's magical reiki at least a couple, two or three times and it was powerful she's uh, pulling out all kinds of stuff you know uh, we all need a little help from our friends don't we that's it yeah and and what you said as well about how to be in the light I, I think it's the usual thing who you surround yourself the environment you're in the food you put into your body all of that is so important that helps to to support your illumination process and also to ground you as well well, Katie, I know you're going to do a meditation around embodied spiritual awakening, so I'll pass it over to you when you're ready. Okay, thank you. Okay, so if you'd like to stand up and put your feet a little bit apart, just under your hips, and closing your eyes, opening your mouth and relaxing your jaw and your tongue, and then breathing in and out through your mouth. Relaxing your shoulders, your belly, breathing in together, and breathing out together. And breathing in together, opening your mouth a little bit wider, and breathing out together. Breathing all the way down into your roots, through your mouth. And breathing out from your root. Softening your knees. And slowly beginning to circle your head. Really gently spiraling through your neck. And feel your crown tracing a circle of gold luminous light up into the central sun. This light spirals down and spirals around and through your central spinal column. And into your heart space. And beginning to spiral your chest as well as your neck and head. Drawing down gold luminous light as your heart expands. Breathing through your mouth. and spiraling pink luminous golden light down through your chest, your belly, into your hips. And 
and beginning to circle and spiral your hips. So you're creating spirals upon spirals, vortexes of luminous energy weaving down and through your body. Continuing to relax your mouth and your tongue to connect with your roots, your perineum. And this vortex of energy expands from your hips down and around your legs and your feet. down, connecting into the highest vibrational womb of the earth, this highest vibrational light grid of Pachamama. into a figure of eight, like an infinity loop. Your hips are twisting round and back, and back and round. And allow your arms and hands to follow the movement of your hips. Shifting from left to right, and right to left. from masculine to feminine, feminine to masculine. With this central golden vortex running through the middle. Noticing which feels stronger, which feels stuck. and what you perceive as your masculine or feminine side. How do the energies of your feminine and masculine run through you? So as you breathe through your mouth, breathing into the hip with the energy that feels more stuck, if it feels heavy or congested, breathing into it to expand it so that you can see into the story that's happening there. Keep breathing into the story so it opens like a bubble. As your hands move with your hips, 
using them to shift and clear any residues or any low vibrational energies that are hanging around you. What is no longer required. And you can also visualize your hands moving like you're turning pages of a book, changing the story, shifting the emotion, creating the reality that you choose. So keep moving your hips. And as you envision your chosen reality and its highest vibrational possibilities clearly, feel the energy shifting and balancing, integrating from left to right and right to left. This golden vortex expanding out and through your hips encompassing all perceived feminine and masculine energies. Who are you when you stand in your true alignment? Who are you when you can stand and look at your fears and not feel afraid? this movement of weaving to become bigger and bigger your hips with your arms relaxing your mouth and your neck feel your whole self in the movement as you anchor into the light and anchor all energetic bodies into your physical body Become aware of every cell vibrating, luminous energy, full of wisdom and communication, and just waiting for you to receive that information. your fingertips, bringing them to your crown, feel them tingling with electricity, and very lightly trace over every part of your body, activating your natural electricity. 
and taking as much time as you need to do that so you can feel every part of you in your sensuality. Enjoy the connection with yourself. And remember that you chose this body and this moment for a reason. What gift does this physical body hold for you? And when you're ready, finishing with your fingertips and your palms touching the earth. As your electricity and the electricity of Gaia meet and unite as one. <laughs> 